I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The pain of not changing in your situation has to be bigger than the pain of staying the same. Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. My next live event called Work on Your Game Live will be taking place January 21st and 22nd, Miami, Florida. The two-day event will be covering leadership on day one, communication on day two. But let me tell you what's more important than even the material I'm going to give you on those two days, because you already listened to my show. You've read my books. You already know about me. You know, I'm 100 percent substance all the time. No fluff, no garbage. But what's even more important than what you're going to get from me at that work on your game live are the people that you're going to meet. I get people coming to me all the time asking, Dre, I need better quality prospects. I need to build a network. I need to make connections. I want to have better and higher quality relationships. How does that happen then? It does not happen through your phone. It doesn't happen through social media. It doesn't happen on Facebook. It doesn't go down in the DM. You need to meet people face to face, person to person, eye to eye, look people in their faces and shake hands where you are physically in the same space as them. That's where real relationships get built. And you ask anyone you know who is very successful or a person you know who makes a lot of money, whatever you consider to be a lot, I guarantee you they have a whole lot of in-person, real life relationships. Doesn't mean they don't use the phone or computer. But those relationships get built and the real money gets made when face to face interactions and handshakes occur. If you want to be one of those people and you're ready to step up to that next level, you need to go to where the relationships and the connections are at. And the next place they're going to be at is in Miami, January 21st, 22nd and work on your game live. Go to work on your game dot live to get all details, register your seat and I'll see you in Miami. That's work on your game dot live. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and you get the community access, member-only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like-minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one-on-one coaching that is for high-level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group or working with me one-on-one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You're now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you're expecting to achieve has yet to occur. And on top of all this, get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then what we're going to do here is put all of this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, and an overall unifying philosophy 
and wrote a bunch of books on it too. Everything is under one umbrella that is called Work On Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is the real key to instant change. How do you really create change? If you're looking to make some change like right now, I'm not talking about six months from now or a year from now, but you're ready to make some change like yesterday. What are the real keys to actually making that happen? That's what we're going to address here in today's episode. So if that sounds like something that you're looking for, then you are in the right place. Now, before I get into that, let me tell everybody, I send out a daily motivation text message straight to your phone every day that'll help you stay focused, sharp, and on point throughout your day and subsequent days. I send it to you every day. So we keep it updated. So just in case that motivation doesn't last until the next day, you'll get a brand new one that can help you through every day and they can start compiling and compounding on top of each other. So you want to get that text, just text me at 305-384-6894 to see you could say a quick hello. I'll ask you a couple questions, get, you know, can we confirm who you are? I'm going to ask you some questions so I can find out who you are, what you're about. So I, I know who I'm texting with and you'll get that text every single day. My number again, 305-384-6894. Now, and that's also down below in the show notes. Now, the key to instant change, being that everybody who listens to a show that is titled Work On Your Game, I'm assuming that there are some things in your game that you want to change, some things that you want to adjust. And I'm not saying it in necessarily in a negative way, but you want to take things to another level, whatever level you're at right now, you, I'm going to assume, again, you listen to a show called Work On Your Game. So I am assuming that there's a level that you want to get to that you are not quite at just yet. How do we actually get to that change and how do we get to it now? I'm not talking, again, not next week, not next year, not 10 years from now. I'm talking about right now. There are some ways to do that. Do you want to know what they are? You do? Great, because I'm going to tell you what they are here in today's episode. You should grab a pen and paper or open up a, a document so you can take notes. And every episode you listen to of this show, you should take notes. Now, I understand that many podcasts or if you're watching this on YouTube that you take in is more on the entertainment side and they're just giving you something to kind of pass the time, something that can just you know, occupy your mind for a minute while you're washing the dishes or doing something like that or working out or whatever it is that you're doing, something to make you laugh. Maybe something I say will make you laugh. Maybe it's something I say will be enlightening to you and interesting to you. But this show is we're in the education category. I think that's the category that the show is listed in in the, in the Apple podcast directory. I am a teacher. Uh, that's what I'm doing. It, what I'm doing is more than just teaching. I'm giving people stuff that's really about upgrading and changing your life and taking your life where you want to be, starting with who you are on the inside. But understand, I'm saying all that to say. Now, don't just listen to this passively and then it goes away and then you forget everything that I said by tomorrow morning. Take notes on the things that I'm saying here, because these are things that you're going to come back to and that you will use over and over again if you take notes on it. Trust your pen and paper or your document that you're taking notes on over your long term memory. You got too many things coming to your brain over the course of a day for you to remember everything that you come across that is valuable. So make sure you write it down. Don't trust your long term memory. Now, all that said, let's get into our points here. The topic again is the key to instant change, real keys to instant change. Number one thing you need to make instant change this is the first point. You need a threshold. What does threshold mean? It means when you get to a point that is kind of like the tipping point, when you get to a certain point that you're not okay with the status quo anymore and you must make immediate change, you must take immediate action. That's what we call the threshold. So whenever I say, so when I say, or you hear the term threshold now, you know what I mean, what I'm talking about when I say that. The definition of threshold is maybe you know it as in the doorway where they say a strip of wood or metal or stone reading from the, the definition that 
that forms the bottom of a doorway crossing into or entering a house or a room. That's the threshold, like the, the physical threshold. But what I'm saying threshold, what I'm saying is the second definition of it, which is the magnitude or intensity that must be exceeded for a certain reaction, phenomenon, result, or condition to occur or to be manifested. In other words, as soon as we get to this point right here at 99 degrees, nothing happens. But as soon as you get one degree higher to 100 degrees, that's when everything pops off. The threshold, for example, of boiling water is 212 degrees. I believe it's on a Fahrenheit scale. I think it's Fahrenheit. 212 degrees Fahrenheit. That's when water starts boiling. If you have water at 211 degrees, it's close. But as soon as it gets to 212 degrees, that's when the water starts boiling. There's actually a book that a guy wrote. I read this book. Man, this had to be, I don't even know how long ago. This had to be maybe 15, 20 years ago. There was a guy who wrote a book called 212. I'm actually looking it up right now. The guy's name is called 212, The Extra Degree. There's a book by Mac Anderson and Sam Parker. And what this book is all about is what is the point? What is that threshold for you? And the book was not about boiling water. The book was about now, what is that thing that you need to do to yourself? What do you need to say to yourself? How do you need to feel about yourself so you can push yourself over the threshold that will actually move you to action? And if you really think about it, every self-help author, podcaster, speaker, coach, trainer, that's all any of us is doing is really just helping you identify your threshold or maybe identifying it for you or even giving you a threshold so that you can actually move yourself to the action that you need to take so that you can create the outcomes that you want to create in your life. Every book that I've written, all those books you see over my shoulder here, if you're watching this on video, The Third Day, Work on Your Game, Mirror Motivation, Overseas Basketball Blueprint, Super You, 100 Mental Game, Best Practices, Mental Handbook. All of these books are about creating, identifying, and utilizing thresholds for yourself so that you can take actions that will help you get to the outcomes that you want to get to in your life. So the first thing you must do to create instant change in your life is you must get to and cross the threshold of action. And the threshold of action is not the same for everybody. Some people, if let's say, for example, a person, let's say somebody like myself, if I go a whole day without doing any kind of physical activity, actually, I probably couldn't even go a whole day without doing some kind of physical activity. Even if I'm on a vacation, or I'm somewhere where I say, I'm not even going to bring my workout gear because I'm just not going to work out. I still have to do something. Even if that just means taking a long, brisk walk outside, I will do it. I have to do some kind of physical activity. My threshold is in, within every 24-hour period that I'm awake, I must do some type of physical activity. If I don't do it, then I don't feel right. It's hard for me to even sleep at night because I didn't burn off enough calories, enough energy, and my body is just not ready to go to sleep because I haven't burned any energy. Whereas another person, maybe someone who's listening to me right now, your threshold for physical activity might be twice a week might be enough for you. Now, you work out twice a week, you're good. You can go a whole day, not work out, you feel great. You go If you work out during the day, that might throw your equilibrium off because you're just not used to doing it. So we have different thresholds and we have different levels. I'll give you another example. When I was, I went to a seminar once and it was Jordan Belfort, not Jordan Peterson, not Michael Jordan, Jordan Belfort, also known as the Wolf of Wall Street, the guy they made that video, that movie about with, uh, who was that, Leonardo DiCaprio that played him? Well, the Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort, the actual guy, and most of you probably know that he's out there and he's active. He has, a, I think he has, yeah, he has his own podcast. I think it's called Wolf's Den. And he talks about obviously selling and his straight line method and all that stuff. But he did a seminar down here in Miami, probably around 2015. And I went to see him speak. And one of the things that he said was his barometer when it comes to money making, at least at the time, what he was talking about, he said his barometer was like, 
I can't remember the number that he said. It was either 1 million, 10 million, something like that. But let's just say it was 10 million. He said his barometer is 10 million. He's like, if I'm at, if I get to like September of a year and I've only made 5 million, I'm like, like going crazy trying to figure out, all right, what do I need to do to get this other 5 million? Because I have to get the 10 million. That's his threshold is he needs to be at 10. So he feels safe and he feels normal financially. Whereas for somebody else, that threshold might be 100 million. I mean, 100,000 might be 100 million might be a million dollars, might be 50,000, whatever is going to be. But we all have to know what our threshold is. And if you want to change your threshold, you can do that as well. But that requires you creating new habits that create requires you creating new standards for yourself. And you can do that through this process and this framework that I created called the third day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs. Because when you're trying to create that new threshold for yourself, there are going to be some challenges. One of the biggest challenges is the old threshold that your body's like, okay, and your mind is like, well, we're used to this old one. Why we got to create a new one? You have to fight against that to create that new habit. And in that book, The Third Day, which you can get for free, if you just go to thirddaybook.com, I will cover the cost of the book. All you're going to do is pay for the shipping. I will send you the book and you can create thresholds for yourself, amongst other things that this book will help you do. We'll get to that later on. So in other words, when we're talking threshold here, we're talking the key to instant change. We're still on the first point. The pain of not changing in your situation has to be bigger than the pain of staying the same. In other words, for someone like Jordan Belfort, the pain of only making five million has to be stronger than or the pain of yeah, not getting to that 10 million rather has to be stronger than the, the situation of being at five. Right? Whichever one is stronger, that's the one that's going to win out. Maybe if he's strongly pulled to, all right, I got five million, I should be happy. The happiness of having the five or the pain of not having the 10. Whichever one is stronger, that's the one that's going to win out and that's what's going to move him to action or keep him in inaction, which is the law of inertia at work. And in that moment, when you realize that the pain of not doing something, for example, let's say I go a whole day, it's eight o'clock at night. I haven't worked out at all. I haven't done anything. I've been sitting at a computer all day or watching TV all day and I haven't worked out. If the pain, mental pain, maybe psychological pain of not working out gets stronger than the pull of me just staying on the couch and doing nothing. If it gets stronger, then I'm going to go outside and do something because that's the threshold. I've hit my threshold that I have to go and do something. And we've all had this happen in our lives where we are in a situation and we're kind of enduring it and we're letting it go and we're not saying anything or we're not making any change happen. It's something that we might not agree with, maybe something that we're not okay with. It's it's not the way that we want it, but we're kind of like we're trying to relax. We're taking our deep breaths. We're, We're going to our meditative state and just letting the situation be. But eventually, all of us have had this situation where we get to that threshold. We're like, OK, enough of this. I can't let this go on anymore. And then what happens? Then we go take action. Then we go say something. Then we go do something. Then we go quit a job. Then we go fire this person. Then we go let this person know what they need to know. Then we go say something that we need to say. That threshold. We all have been in that moment of threshold. That's the moment when change occurs. Change does not take six months. It doesn't take five years. Change happens in an instant. Now, the results of the change, that may take some time. But the actual change happens in your mind first. Now, there again, as I said, there's still work to be done. But the most important change is your mindset has to flip. Now you are open to creating and implementing the strategies and subsequently making things happen because your mind has become open to it. The human brain is the most powerful tool known to man when it comes to opening you up to change or when it comes to keeping you stagnant and keeping you in the same spot. Your brain can work for you or it can work against you, but it works very strongly no matter which way. It is working. And by the way, it is always doing something for you in case you didn't know. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is the real keys to instant change. Second one is commitment. Once you have hit the threshold, 
Now you got to make a commitment to sticking to whatever that threshold is you cross, whatever you're going to do different, because again, you're going to hit that third day when things are not going the way that you want them to go. So you're going to want to read the book the third day and know how you can stick to that commitment, even when the excitement of the decision that you made is no longer there. The motivation is not there anymore, but you'll get another motivation because you're getting my text every morning. But how do you stay committed to it, especially when it gets hard, especially when it's challenging? Once your mind is open, the best thing that you can do now for commitment is to lock yourself into that change, because every one of us has made a commitment or at least a, a, some, a semi-commitment to something, said that we, we were going to do something in a moment of excitement, a heightened, when we were in a heightened state. But that excitement, we all know, does not last. Nobody stays excited no, 100% of the time, all the time, unless they're taking some type of controlled substance. And even then, they got to keep taking more of the substance. So it's not like they're staying there. It's just they got to keep taking more of it, which is something that I do not recommend. Say no to drugs. So an action is something that locks you into that change. What locks you into a commitment is an actual action. It's not words. It's not writing something down. i give you an example. I used to wake up at four in the morning so I can go to this gym that opened at five in the morning. And this was, this was, um, when was this? This was probably about 2017. There's a gym that opened at five in the morning, same neighborhood that I live in now. And I wake up at four, go to the gym. But one day I woke up a little bit early. I woke up at 3.30 in the morning. So I'm ready to go work out, but it's only like 4.15 a.m. Now I can't go to the gym because it doesn't open until five o'clock. So with this extra time on my hands, I thought to myself, well, why don't I just go to the gym that's in the building that I live in? Because the building that I lived in at the time had a gym. One I live in now has a gym too. It's a different building. So I went and used the gym in my building that day, got my workout in. And by five o'clock, I was already done working out. Everything was done. And it was five o'clock already. This is the time I normally be walking into the gym, but I was already finished. And I thought to myself, well, wait a minute, why don't I just stop going to the gym that opens at five? Because I had to pay for that gym. Why don't I just use the building, the building gym, which is quote unquote free. I mean, it comes with the fact that I lived there and paid to live there. How about I just use this one? So I figured to myself, I started thinking in my mind, how can I get a close enough workout in using my building gym? Because it didn't have all the equipment that the, the other gym had. But how can I get a close enough workout in and you know, compensate for what's missing? Just using the building gym, no cost of membership. And because it's 24-hour access, I'm not restricted by time. And you know, I get to save you know, whatever I was paying for that gym membership, 50 bucks a month. So I canceled my gym membership that day on the spot. Now, the reason why this matters that I canceled the membership that day on the spot is because my habits, because up to that point, I've been going to this other gym, the 5 a.m. gym. I've been going to this gym every day for like, what, a year, two, three years straight every day at 5 a.m. Now, my habits already had me going back to that gym, even though I had this one aberration day when I didn't go to the gym, I used my building gym. My habits would have had me wanting to go back to the gym the next day. And the habits are hard to break. Everybody's heard that phrase, right? Reason habits are hard to break is because humans, we are creatures of, of habit. We get into patterns of behavior. And sometimes we want to do something different, but we do the old thing anyway, simply because it's easier for us just to repeat the patterns that we've already been following. Even if we think the new thing, the breaking of the habit is a better idea, it's hard for us to fight against that human nature. So what you have to do to help fight the human nature is not depend 100% on your willpower. That is a bad idea. That is a bad strategy. It is a poor tactic. Again, let me say that again. You do not want to, whenever you're trying to change a habit in your life, you have a bad habit you're trying to break or a good habit that you're trying to start. Do not depend on your willpower to push you through doing that. That is a bad idea. 
People who do that usually fail. All right, so don't do that. What you want to do instead is you want to set yourself up with a system, a process that makes it easy for you to follow through on the changed habit, whatever that changed habit is going to be, not your willpower. The problem with willpower is just like motivation, it eventually runs out. So if you're depending on willpower to stick to a new habit, you may do it at first and you may do it a few times sporadically, but you're not going to keep doing it simply because habit is stronger than your willpower. Habit just has more lasting power than your willpower. Habit's like a, a good meal, like steak, potatoes, and some broccoli. It's like a, a full meal. That energy that you get from steak, potatoes, and broccoli will last for hours. And willpower is kind of like eating some Skittles or a Snickers bar. You'll get a big burst in a moment, but eventually you're going to have a crash as well. So that's, that's actually a pretty good metaphor right there that I just created. So anyway, you don't want to depend on willpower. And I got an episode coming very soon. Y'all know what I mean when I say very soon, right? On discipline versus willpower. So stay tuned. So what you would rather do is make a commitment, take some action that will help you fight the old habits. And when I canceled my gym membership on the spot now, OK, I canceled the membership. So now I can't go to that gym anyway because I canceled the membership. Now, technically, to be honest, that when you cancel a gym membership, that kind of gym, you already paid like the first and last month. So really, I had like 45 more days that I could use the gym. But mentally, I decided or I already canceled it. So I'm, I'm done with that gym. I never went in that gym during that last 45 days that I had technically already paid for. Because I'd already decided in my mind, well, I canceled the gym membership. So you get what I'm saying here. So you want to take an action that locks you into the new habit before your old habits overpower your new ideas. Shall I repeat that? You want to take an action that commits you and locks you into the new habit before your old habit overpowers your new idea. Understand a decision is the thought. A decision is you saying, I've crossed the threshold. Is enough of this. I'm going to do something different, right? Commitment is what makes the decision real. And what is commitment? What's the difference between decision and commitment? Decision is the thought that happens in your mind when you cross the threshold. That matters. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. It matters to hit cross the threshold. Commitment is the action that locks you into the decision. Everybody follow what I'm saying? So this is kind of like, how can I, what's another example I can give? A decision is, let's say, you decide, or I'm going to, you got two different companies trying to sign you to a contract. And you can only sign one of the contracts because you're making a, a full commitment to whichever one you sign with. And you decide, I'm going to sign with company A. When you sign the contract, now you made a commitment. The decision is, I'm going with company A. But it's not a real decision. It's not a real commitment until you take the action of actually signing the contract. Now you can't take it back because you signed the contract. Now they have it. Follow, follow what I'm saying? So it needs to be something that you do. You must take an action that locks that decision in so that you can't just no, decide later on to change your mind. Technically, depending on what it is, maybe you could change your mind, but you follow what I'm saying here, do you not? It's like when, let's say, somebody agrees to buy something. As a salesperson, for example, I'm a salesperson. If I'm talking to someone, let's say me and you having a conversation on a, a Zoom call, or we shake hands on a, a deal. I tell you, all right, this is what I'm going to do for you. This is how much it's going to cost. All right, you in? And you say, yes, I'm in. And we shake hands on it. I do not celebrate the fact that you said yes and we shook hands. But let me tell you what I do celebrate. I celebrate when you make the payment. I celebrate when I see the money in my merchant account or in my bank account. I do not celebrate when someone someone just reached out to me. As a matter of fact, this is a, a real life situation. Someone reached out to me about a, a keynote speaking gig they want me to give in Fort Lauderdale in December of this year. By the time you hear this, it might have already happened. I, I record these episodes a little bit ahead of time. But this person, you know, we're going back and forth and 
they know about me because they've seen me speak before and they were asking me, hey, I saw you talk about this. Do you have something that can kind of go with this and follow up to that? And I told them, yeah, I can do this. And we're talking about, you know, can I get them copies of my new book the third day to give to everybody in your audience? And we were factoring in the cost of the books and all this stuff and talking. And we came to a number and she said, all right, does this number work? Or I said to her, she offered me a number. And I said, well, listen, we're factoring in the books. We got to factor that in. So here's a better number. And she said, OK, I just need to talk to the team and I'll get back to you on that number. We had agreed on the dates and all of this stuff. And I haven't heard back from her just yet. So am I celebrating that? Hell no, I'm not celebrating anything because, first of all, she didn't actually say is in, we're done. And she didn't give me my money until I get the money is not a date. And I tell people whenever I do a speaking gig, any of you ever want to hire me for a speaking gig, I don't celebrate nothing. And it's not a, it's not actually a booked gig until I have some money. All right. If until I have the money, the date does not go on my calendar. I put nothing on my calendar until I have the money. And that includes working with people one on one, includes organizations, corporations, government, whatever. The money has to be in hand. All you salespeople out there, I would actually suggest you do the same thing. Verbal agreements, they do mean something depending on who you're talking to, but money is money means more. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. So someone agrees to buy it, cool. But as soon as they show the money, now you got a commitment. Let's move on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to create lasting change instantly. Number three, routine. Now, what does routine have to do with creating change in an instant? Let me tell you. When you have a routine in place, there's also a process or a process that becomes routine, let's say, because what happens is your routine becomes an unconscious habit that makes your change permanent. So how does routine create instant change is that in the moment that you made the commitment, the next thing you need to do once you take the action is now figure out, okay, how am I going to make this work? What's the routine that I'm going to have in place so that I can do this on a consistent basis? So I started thinking to myself, okay, I'm not going to use the gym that I was paying for. Now I'm going to use this gym in my building. All right. They don't have the exact same equipment. So what am I going to do for uh, when I do deadlifts? All right, they don't have as, as many weights. How am I going to do deadlifts in a building gym? Or they don't have this thing. How, what am I going to do now? They don't have this. What am I going to do? Or they do have this advantage. Now I could do that. Or they do have this. Now I could do that. Now, all right, now this is the building gym. And I'm going here like four in the morning. There's nobody else in there. You know what? Let me bring my, I can bring my camera and I can film myself lifting. Whereas I wasn't bringing my camera to the other gym because it was too many people and I didn't want to carry it around to the gym and, all, and back and all that stuff. So there were advantages and there were disadvantages. All right, now I could rearrange my day. Now, I can start the day a little bit early because I don't have this block of time that's blocked off, like going to the gym like I did before. I can do it a little bit different. So I had these different things. I'm, all, I'm working all of this in my mind. Now I can change my whole routine up because I made this commitment. I'll give you another example. I used to, up until this is probably about 2000 and maybe 15, maybe 16, I used to never floss. I used to never use dental floss. I was not taught to use dental floss as a kid. Nobody showed me how to use it. I knew what it was. But I never made any real, I never really gave a damn about using it. It was until um, Anna actually took me to her dentist, and this great guy in uh, South Florida. Went to see this dentist. They cleaned up some problem areas I had because I like to eat candy. So I had some problem areas in my teeth, if you know what I'm saying. And then the dental hygienist and the, do- and the dentist advised me to start flossing on a regular basis. They told me if you floss more on a regular basis, first of all, these teeth cleanings will not be so excruciating. Secondly, you will not have as many cavities, which cost money. Each one of those cavities costs money. If you ever had a cavity, you know cavities ain't free. And you won't have to keep coming here. And you won't have to keep numbing your mouth and all this stuff for you know, fixing these problems that are being created because of your eating habits. So 
And they so they sold me on this concept of flossing. So then I started flossing on it. Well, I agreed to do so. Not that that wasn't the, exactly how I said it, but I wasn't excited about it, about doing the flossing. I'm like, this is just extra work that I got to do. You no, know, I could just pay the dentist and go to the dentist. Who cares? I just got my teeth cleaned up anyway. So now I was kind of like in my mind, I'm, I got a free pass to eat whatever I want. I just got my teeth cleaned. I'm in good shape, which is a very uh, poor mindset when it comes to dental health. But that was the first thing that I was thinking there in the moment. But let me tell you what actually happened. That was what I was thinking. That's not what I actually did. But then when I found out how to do it, what I did was make it easy on myself by pushing myself to floss every night when I was done eating stuff. When I was done eating for the day, I started you know, taking out the dental floss the same time I took out whatever else I would use, brush my teeth at night, wash my face, all that stuff. Whatever I was using at night before I went to bed, I pulled out the dental floss along with it. And I had to push myself at first. And I had to push myself to make it a habit for about a week or two. I had to keep pushing myself to do this flossing thing because I was used to going in, you know, doing whatever I was going to do to get ready for the night. And it taking me you know, four or five minutes. Now I had to take six, seven or eight minutes because I do this extra thing. Now, that three minutes to take care of your teeth, which you'll have for life. Sounds like a simple thing for those of you who are used to using dental floss. But if you're not, then it's like an extra thing. Like, well, I got to do this extra thing. But after about two weeks, it became a habit. My teeth started to feel cleaner. I had fewer cavities when I went to my checkups and I got to spend less money at the dentist. And when I went to the dentist the next time, the hygienist said, man, your teeth look a lot better at this cleaning than they look at the last cleaning. So clearly you have been flossing and you've been doing it the right way. So that little push the third day, that little one to two weeks that I had to push myself to make it into a habit and a routine. That was the only challenging part. The challenging part wasn't doing it every day. Now, now I do it every day. and It's a normal thing. Now, if I don't floss, I feel like something's wrong, right? If I went in, if I go to sleep at night and I didn't floss my teeth, my teeth don't feel clean. So I've created this brand new habit simply because I put a routine in place. And this is a very simple routine, just adding one little thing to what I'm doing. So it doesn't feel right if I don't stick to it now. So the routine makes the change permanent. The decision is, is the choice to change. The commitment locks you into the change. The routine makes the change permanent. And if you're always doing this with things that are positive actions for you, you will be consistently leveling up in your life. Simple, simplest way that it works. You decide, you make a commitment that locks you in, and then you create a routine so that you can stick to that commitment uh, moving forward until further notice. So let's recap today's class, which is the real key to instant change. Number one, you got to cross the threshold. The pain of not changing has to be stronger than the pain of staying the same. That is the law of inertia. At that moment, the change occurs. The change is the first your mind flipping and deciding that I'm going to do something different. Remember that the human brain is the most powerful tool known to mind. It is stronger than any circumstance. Number two, make a commitment. Once your mind is open, the next thing you have to do is take an action that locks you into the change so that your habits that have you've built up over the last year, 10 years, 20 years do not overpower the new idea. And if you leave them to their own devices, your habits will overpower new ideas. There's no new idea that's stronger than 20 years of habit. It doesn't even make sense. Just do the math. So you got to take an action that locks you into that habit so that you don't go back because your habits are just going to push to go back, not because something's wrong with you, but because something's right with you. Human beings are creatures of habits. So fight against your habits by locking yourself in so that they can't come back in the room. And number three, routine. Create a process that becomes routine so that it becomes unconscious habit that makes the change permanent. The best thing that you can do to create success in your life is to create processes, routines, and strategies that you follow eventually unconsciously that become habitual so that you're doing things that create success 
without having to consciously think about it. Do not trust your conscious mind to remember things that you need to do to be successful. What you want to do is think about those things to be successful, create or find processes for that success, and then just follow the processes and you'll follow the processes without having to think about it. Now, you only have to think about doing it. You'll do it on its own because the process works for you. You want the process working for you, not your conscious mind working for you. And then the third day, I explain how to create these routines, habits, and processes in your life so that you can create. And as long as you use them for things that are creating success, understand that processes and routines work for failure as well. So you got to be conscious about that. But when you get the right processes in place, you can create success over and over and over and over again. The most successful people you know, this is all they do. They are not geniuses. They are not smarter than you. They're not thinking any more or less than you are. It's just they have processes and strategies in place in order to create that success. That's why they can do it over and over again. If you're not doing that, it's simply because you just haven't put the processes in place. But you're in the right place with someone who can help you do that. All this said, if you want to get my daily motivation text, which I know you do, just text me at 305-384-6894. And Work On Your Game University is officially open. If you want to get access to all the courses that's self-directed learning, that's there. If you want to work with me one-on-one, that is there. If you want to join the group coaching programs, we got Bulletproof Mindset is for mental coaching. We got branding and business for business coaching. All of that is open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.